to the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. My name, of course, is Sean, and today's guest, yes, I said guest, because it is pop punk band Years Down is set to join me out of Denver, Colorado, home of the Fray and the Denver Broncos, but, of course, it's the NFL offseason, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, so, the entire group joined me. Yes, all five. First time in Sensibly Cynical history, a five-piece band joined me for an interview. So, here's the lineup. Uh, the drummer is Ben, guitarist Dylan and Rob. The vocalist is Griffin, and the bassist is Sterling. Um, you know, I grew up on bands like The Offspring, Green Day, Blink-182, A Day to Remember. Uh, so, this is uh, right down my alley. Um, but before I get to my interview, please check out Sensibly Cynical wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Check us out on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly. Instagram is Sensibly Cynical Pod. And check out the Facebook page, WordPress, we're on there. Bonfire has the merch, and so on and so forth. Now, here's my interview with Years Down. All right, this is a record here on the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. A whole band. Now, I've had a band on, but like two or three people. But this is the whole gang here. Uh, a pop rock band out of pop punk band get that out of the way out of denver colorado years down what's going on guys hey, hey, what's up? hey i appreciate i appreciate you guys doing this yeah thank you. Appreciate you having us. so let me start with the drummer because you know you can't have like i was saying uh off air you can't you know what's the key is the drumming would you guys agree like without a good drummer like the shit doesn't go together right. Um, yeah, I would say. <laughs> Hold on. So talk about talk about the history of the band. Whoever wants to go first, that's fine. Like, how'd you guys start? Um, oh, man. All right. Uh, well, I used to play in a different band with another guitar player. Um, he wanted to get back into it. So we started this band. We got Griff on board. Um, had a bunch of members change out and I don't know, long story short, now we're here where we're at, <laughs> but Griff's been our lead singer from the beginning. And um, we've had Dylan come in, Sterling come in and Rob come in too. So basically it's been uh, me and Griff from the beginning uh, starting out. Now you guys are familiar with the fray, right? Yeah. They're yeah. They're also from Denver, Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. Do you guys get questions about them or anything or no? them all the time. Yeah. So what's your, do you got high opinions of, of them or are they your type of uh, like um, influences? I mean, I haven't even heard one of their songs in a long, long time. I know they were super popular back in the day, but I think their drummer went, uh, went to my high school because I remember my jazz band teacher talking about he was like his his prodigy, I guess. His success story. Yeah, his success story. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm I'm a little, I'm 36, so I remember I remember them when I was younger. But like over my head, I think is their number one. Did you guys start really in 2019? I would assume is that is that right? Yeah, I think it was like 2019. Yeah, yeah, it's about so, thereabouts. So Griffin, do you remember the first concert you guys had, like vividly? 
Uh, yeah, it is burned into my memory forever. <laughs> I, so talk about that. I was at night, day. Talk about it. Uh, it was pretty brutal. This is actually, um, you might not believe it, but this is my first band ever. And that was my first show ever performing in front of anyone outside of just like doing choir and stuff like whenever I was younger and in high school, middle school, stuff like that. So I was pretty much a wreck. Um, we played at the we, venue. Yeah, we played yeah. at the venue, the, venue. the illustrious yeah. venue in Lakewood, Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. Of course. Was, as, as, as you would have expected, it was not spectacular, but uh, I'd like to think I've improved. I still can't jump on time, but that's okay. Well, you've improved enough to go to Arizona, so there's <laughs> there's that. Uh, do you guys also go to California, or talk about like uh, how far you guys go, Dylan? Like proximity. Um, so our second tour of the band was in May, March, April. When was it? It was in June. It was in June a few months ago. Yeah, over the last year. Last it's year, all just yeah. numbers and letters. It's fine. Uh, but mean, yeah, we hit, we hit Utah. Um, unfortunately, uh, we went through Nevada. Uh, we hit Reno there, um, Tempe, Arizona, nice, and then San Diego and Oakland, California. And then our first tour was in Texas. Okay. Then- okay. So talk about life on the life on the road. It's not uh, too glamorous, is it, or is it? No. It's not glamorous <laughs> at all. So, <laughs> do you, like, talk about the, you got to get all the luggage. How long does it take to get from, you know, when you're done with the venue, how long until the next site? Do you guys go straight through on a bus, take cars? Talk about the whole process. Uh, oh, God, dude. <laughs> so our first tour, our first tour, we took Ben's uh, four-door pickup. Um, the second, the one we just finished, we managed to get a van somehow i'm not really sure how we how we look that out yeah. yeah sterling yeah snagged luxury wheels it was not luxury <laughs> but it was so much fun. so you much gotta better. leave it to the bassist right yeah yeah i was lucky enough to have an interlock in my car so i wasn't legally allowed to drive so i got to just go yeah but yeah i mean um <laughs> it just depends entirely on like if we're if we've got like a tight turnaround to be like in the next in the next state at the next show we might leave the night before if we're lucky enough that we can kind of hang around like you know we'll just sort of make do like for example in san diego after our first show on tour um we ended up sleeping out on these super sick cliffs near a beach we woke up to the sound of the waves in the morning it uh, ended up being a pretty cool night i'd say credit no, for that because the hotel <laughs> Well, hold on. The the barometer is how much alcohol was drank. So, I mean. (laughs) 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 Wait, wait. Do we have any, do we have any, not to shame anybody, do we have anybody that doesn't drink in the group? I'm good. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Raging heroin addict, and this shit keeps me sober. (laughs) I've been sober for a few years now, uh, three years and eight months. So, yeah. That's good. So I have no excuses except being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, less alcohol, less hangovers. So it's always it's always a good that's always a good thing. Talk about uh talk about better off system with like who the members were and what their influences were. Uh the people that we used to work with had a lot of more classic pop punk, like, you know, Green Day. 
I was just going to get that. You read my next question. I'm going to let you finish, and then I have a next question. For sure, for sure. And, like, and currently, like, I feel like a lot of our members, like, it's definitely, I mean, there's plenty of respect and reverence and enjoyment of, like, the classics, but there's also, like, a complete, you know, willingness to just, like, see what's new and out there and, like, really kind of get their feet in, like, because, I mean, pop punk now is, like, such such a broad term in terms of what it covers and what bands are doing like you have people like knuckle puck being called pop punk you've got you know hot mulligan even though if you were being like a real genre nerd you call it midwest emo but most people just call it pop punk and like yeah. same with wilmot and you know fucking turnstile and stuff like that and it's mm. just it's such a big a big tent now i feel like yeah well in 2008, I dated this like emo chick, and she got me into like bands like um, My Chemical Romance, him, like you know what I mean, like yeah, Wolf and Valentine. I I'm more of a like I grew up on like rap and stuff like that from like because uh, I'm in Florida and like near the Georgia border, so oh. like I grew up on like rap. But until I met the emo chick, I was like, all right, I see where she's coming from. And then, of course, uh, Blink-182. But, okay, I got three bands here that when I was listening to music, I, I saw hints of all three of these. We'll see if you agree or disagree, okay? You can you can show me up and say, what the hell is this guy talking about? We don't sound anything like these people. All right, will. so the first one, My Chemical Romance. Would you agree there's hints of them in your music? <laughs> no? Feeling second. Well, I'm the outlier just because I fucking don't like them, man. These guys do. <laughs> okay, so so the second one is Good Charlotte. I definitely yeah, hear yeah. Good Charlotte in you guys. That's definitely there. And then Green Day. But the only reason why I say Mike yeah. Romance is because you have that that when when you go like when the drummer goes like really hard, it sounds just like uh the Mike Romance sped up. That's all I mean. I don't mean the vocals. I meant like the hard stuff is very similar. Uh, nice. We'll so, take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, My Chemical Romance is one of those like polarizing bands. You know what I mean? They're great. He doesn't know. Stop what talking. About. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I would say yeah, definitely. I think. Uh, I think we all agree. They're a hot topic for some reason. What what about them is like <laughs> like where we got our jink up or wait our trick Well, I, yeah. I hope I didn't offend you guys and making you regret taking this interview by that by bringing them up. We're having fun. So fun. <laughs> all right, so talk about uh influences um Ben as the as the drummer like who would you have a top drummer of all time? Um I mean, before I got into pop punk, I was kind of a metalhead, so I was into like a lot of Slipknot and Disturbed. So Joy Jordanson, you know, God, he was soul. definitely um, uh, influenced me. And then when I got into the pop punk, uh, obviously Travis Barker, you know, mm. Blink One Eighty Two was basically the catalyst to a lot of the sound we have now. So yeah, yeah, I can remember when Travis Barker started fucking around on like um, rap beats. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That was that was when I was kind of like, all right, this is let's drum get some. I would say yeah, that's like um, one of my uh, one of my favorite bands, uh, Lincoln Park, started to get with Jay Z and stuff like that. That 
Rock, rock has a history with rap music, like as far as collaborations that I didn't really know too much about until like all of a sudden I, it seemed out of nowhere for me. Like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> like, it doesn't. Do you think that's like a seamless like parallels or do you think it's kind of like a newer thing? We'll let Rob take this because he wants what? to leave us for an emo rap band. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think do you think there's parallels in rap and rock? <laughs> I guess well, that's a no. Uh, no, there is. No, yeah. You're a good person to answer this. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, I I guess so. Yeah, I think there is in like all genres of music. I mean, you can experiment. And I don't know. I think what he's doing now, it's kind of super helpful to like the, the direction of pop punk, even though I don't like a lot of it. But I think these crossovers with rap artists and stuff has kind of helped the, the pop punk genre get more to the mainstream. So. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. rap and rock kind of go together like Amber and July a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like Paris and Peas. Yeah. Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. We have nothing nowhere. There's like NF. There's, yeah. There, there's mm -hmm. a few. Like, uh, Peep. What about who's in the bands of the of the five of you? Someone has to be a, a fan of Nirvana, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> well, bands, bands like bands like that, right? Like um, Nirvana. What was the what was the other? Uh, there's uh, Deftones. Who likes Deftones? Am I naming good bands for you guys? All right. So that's like my first entry into rock music was bands like that, like uh, Deftones and uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Dude, the the drummer of Nirvana looks exactly like the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> So nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, it smell smells like Teen Spirit. I used to play that shit all the time, bro. We, yeah, we, we play that shit sometimes during practice when we're like our ADHD kicks in. Yeah. 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 So I guess I'll ask uh ask Sterling this. I'll give him one. Um how has how has the music scene changed in the last like year or so with social media? Like, are you guys a big social media uh, group? We're trying to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think social media is kind of like make it or break it right now. Honestly, like, especially with TikTok and that, like you see a bunch of bands that are making it from their TikToks. Like what's that one band? Uh, yeah, action Adventure. Act, yeah, Action Adventure. So they yeah. they posted those videos with like some of their music and those just, they took off from there. So it's definitely uh, a big influence in how you make it or break it. Well, yeah, I mean, I was talking to the point where you can, uh, you can, <laughs> like being a successful band without even playing a show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was talking to this uh, pop artist and she's into the QR codes. Have you guys heard this uh, thing where all she does now is she hands out like QR codes. You guys know what QR codes are obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. You just yeah, scan, you scan the code and then they get the information like right off the, right off the, that's what you guys need to do. QR codes, just hand them out. Oh, you do? I'm way behind. I'm way behind. You have to send me one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whenever I go to shows, especially like with bigger bands that we, that we all enjoy, like, you know, Belmont, Newfound Glory, the Wonder Years, stuff like that. I always make sure and have like a back pocket full of like stickers. And, I'm like, late to this QR, QR code QR. deal. I had no idea these yeah. things were even around. It's super yeah. handy. Yeah. 
All right, so this new song, right? It just came out February. Was it Fe- My middle of February, yeah. right? 17. 17. Sh- Shades of Grey. T- who wants to take the lead on this song? Who's, uh, I guess, uh, the vocalist, Griffin? How is yeah, this I'm one, not- like, how is this one different from Better Up? Like, is it, this one seems way more fast paced. Am I right? Um. So this was like uh, something that, I can't remember if Dylan came up with the riff or if I. We were I just. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Song. Yeah. Dylan wrote the song and then. It was nice. Supposed to be a song, I oh, yeah. This was supposed it to be. It seems originally- really fast paced, man. <laughs> this was originally supposed to be a love song that Dylan wrote. and he Really? To- yeah, he sent it to me and I was like, man, the instrumentals do not match these lyrics at all. I'm going to write a sad song. I like it a lot, man. I like it a lot. It's a really good song. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. I, uh, he was kind enough to let me use it, though. So. <laughs> uh, the collectives, um, lyrically, in terms of like what I was going for, it's just uh, more of the same. Not to sound redundant, but just sort of the, some of the stuff that I struggle with in terms of like you know being mentally unwell and like wanting to share that with other people but feeling uncomfortable doing so and attempting to you know just sort of push through and persevere and pretend like everything's okay even when it's not and that's kind of like right. what a lot of the, a lot of the lyric content in terms of like the the images i try and conjure up and stuff like that are just sort of like somebody that's like kind of falling apart but like you know still trying to make it and you know, mm. it kind of like I feel like the whole EP that we're getting ready to release this spring is sort of like, sort of like its own story of like whether or not the person that's writing it is gonna, you know, be able to pull through. Right, right. Now, what's the hardest part about about uh, maintaining, I guess, traction in like the music industry? Is there like the is there a part that's like really difficult, or is it you know what I mean, like? Is there a part of this that's that's really really hard to maintain, like the whole production? Yeah, social media, <laughs> the content, <laughs> and you get this too because you have. Oh, trust me. Media relies on it too. Like social media is just you have to have it. There's like almost no choice at this point. So it's super exhausting to like kind of come up with like good content all the time, you know, because we need to stay humble and faithful to these stupid algorithms that like control whether somebody gets gets any views or plays or not yeah so that's the game right there is learning how to navigate that properly and for me i'm an interview podcast so every other week i have to have a guest to keep this thing going and sometimes sometimes it's harder to find guests than other times (laughs) but but i have like a i'll schedule out like a week or like a month in advance or whatever you know and then what's nice what's nice about doing this for so long is that I have friends of friends that you know hear about it and be like, hey, let me come on, you know. So um was it hard to get like talk about the Denver, Colorado scene? What's it like now? Um, Rob? What's the scene like now? Is it like a bunch of bands? Is it is it hard to get traction? <laughs> um, I guess. Yeah, I think I mean Rob's Rob's what you've been in the scene for I'm relatively new to this. I don't know, not very long. I mean, I feel like uh, just in the, just in terms. I mean, and I know like I'm still super young in terms of like being involved with the scene out here. Like, I think three years deep really isn't 
Yeah. Well, sometimes the new people, sometimes the new people are the best ones to ask because they're, you know, they they don't have a, they don't have, you know what I mean? Like a tenured look at the thing. They can look right now and say, oh, this is, we're doing this way better than the other people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know? if, we're, if we're just being, you know, completely judging on the moment, I would say like, there's, there's a whole hell of a lot of talent around town. Like it's not, it's not even a joke whenever you say that there's like good music going on almost every night of the week. And it seems like there's new bands coming up almost, you know, every month I'll hear about a new band that is just absolutely killing it. You know, super, super talented writing, really, mm -hmm. really passionate, good music and just getting out there. Like the scene out here, I feel like is really, there's a lot of camaraderie. There's a lot of friendship. There's a lot of, you know, trying to help everyone help each other because you know we're all poor and trying to struggle and figure it out like it's not people well, out here so you know it's yeah, a lot of well, yeah well post pandemic what's what's the most common venue is it dive bars or is it like um you know what i mean like uh like underground concerts talk about what's the most common venue you guys have played at what i would say like Real we played Fiddler's Green once. What's the craziest venue yeah, you guys have played at? Maybe that's a better question. Dude, we we won Fiddlers. Channel 93's big gig, so we got to help open up for some bands that we've all loved for decades, man. Like A Day to, a day to Remember, Jimmy. Really? Huge influence. Jim, on oh, hold on, hold on. Jimmy Eat World? I love Jimmy Eat World. I could grab their CD right now if I really wanted to. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm a big Jimmy Girl fan. Uh, who else? Girlfriends, Girlfriends Silver yeah, Some Pickups, and the main, the main. Yeah, it was a, it was an absolutely stacked show, and we were blessed to like. Wow. It was, all, um, it was all voted based off of like people that had listened to the radio and that liked the song, so it was completely mm -hmm. you know crowd crowdsourced, and we got to be up there with a lot of our good friends, um, Barry Mia, Suitable Miss, Capture This. Um, I'm missing anyone. Citra. Oh yeah, Citra, but we didn't get to play alongside them. But oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it was a super sick day, honestly. Mm -hmm. Now I know there has to be a prankster in the group. Do we have a prankster? Like who's the who's the comedy guy? Oh, um, the guy who I'm put his head, head down. Um, I'm yeah, the, it's all we jokes. got a drama. There has to be. There has to be. You guys are on the road. There has to be a joke, sir. I'm the funniest person. <laughs> for sure. Oh, hands down. Yeah. 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 Funniest. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think we've really done a lot of pranks on each other. Um, but this all guy gets, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're, all, we're all too sad. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mostly. Like, yeah. and we're. It's just we're one prank away from like four murder charges or murder suicide <laughs> or something. You know, we're all on edge and tired, and we're already at our best. We're not very good. The jokes, yeah. the jokes come from the situation. It's not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, the jokes well, are. We talked. We talked about social media. Now the opposite of that is obviously like ground word of mouth. Is that still a thing there? Is it all like strictly internet now? Or is there still like flyers and stuff? Or is that like stuck in the 80s, 90s? Like, is no, there word of mouth? Is that still a good, is that still a good method? Yeah. Um, like I said, I, 
I'll go to shows, um, hand out our stickers and cards. We usually see like a lot of a lot of traffic because of it. Like we'll see, you know, steady bumps whenever I go and just hand stuff out. Same with them. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say you post on Reddit, but that's so so awesome. Oh, Reddit, Reddit. I forgot about Reddit. Yeah. One of my uh, one of my fiance, so my fiance is a teacher, and uh, one of her students came up to her and told her that she. Uh, that they met Griff at a show and they he handed them a sticker. So pretty cool oh, yeah. that, that is getting around. And we're, and oh, we're up for real? Yeah, we're up a... like 45 minutes to an hour away. You know what's, and so, a, yeah. you know what's super nuts is I, I work at a residential rehab, you know, treating like substance abuse. Um, and that that's like super important to me. But somehow it got around that like I was in a band and then like we'll have the, the patients like uh, saying, Thing, oh, I'm gonna check you out or come to a show or what have you. And they actually will show up at a show. It's happened a few times. Wow. That's the coolest That's cool. shit. Over. And even like the nurses will be like, Oh, I heard your new song. And I'm like, I never even told you I'm in a band. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm also in like the I'm also in the healthcare, I'm also in the healthcare like field. And I so I definitely understand uh where you're coming from with that. Um Last couple questions I got. Whose idea was it to do the Stay remix? Whose idea? <laughs> I like I it. it. No, I I'm just busting tops. I like it. I like it. You guys did really. Was that like just on the whim, or was that like a lot of prep behind it, or was it just was it just wake up one day and we're like we're gonna do a remix of this song? Uh, before I joined the band, I write a lot of stuff on my own instrumentally wise. Um, and I just kind of had it. It was something I was messing around with. And when I joined the band, I just showed it to him like, yeah, I have this. And uh, Griff came over and, and worked on it. And yeah, we, we recorded and did everything uh, in my bedroom. Uh, so yeah, I think it turned out really well. You heard me scream and it was love. There's a lot of uh, a day to remember influence to that with the breakdown <laughs> in the second verse, which is a huge influence on me. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah. We have a we have a Lord cover now in the pipeline, which I'm excited for. You have a what? Hold on, sorry. You have what? Lord, <laughs> like, Lord, what? Lord, like I am Lord. Lord. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah, Lord. All right, guys. Uh, we were talking about social media earlier. Where can people find you guys on social media? Uh, we're a years down band um that's our website and then we're years down on facebook instagram spotify soundcloud we're on snapchat these are literally tiktok yeah if, if the closet's opening we're there oh, who's the who's the tiktok person uh i'm the one who posts like we, that's me on there like posting random like midwest shit to people yelling about stuff mm -hmm. The last one was the guy. The guy was Irish and he was yelling about weather. And then I just put and air conditioners, and then I just played that emo music over it. So that, nice. that's nice. Kind of and it's like the most random algorithm. Like I'll post like a I, what I think is funny, and then it gets like no views. But then I'll post like some random shit that I put little the no effort into, and it'll get like a thousand views. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Yeah, there's no, there's no science. Like I did a meme to, I did a meme to Intentions by Justin Bieber. Like I did a TikTok, 
and it got like it got like a thousand views and i'm like what the fuck is just justin bieber like i don't know the beebs honestly i don't know <laughs> so <laughs> so you, you talked about your ep are you going to give me any insight on the exclusive uh information on the ep sorry say that again no I said you have the EP coming out soon. Do you have any information that you can, uh, or oh, any? Uh... Next single music video drops the 24th of this month. Um, we'll have one more single after that, and then the EP will be out in May. So be nice. on the lookout. All right. There's going to be some extra songs on there, and then uh, we're planning on you know just trying to make it a super hot summer with all kinds of all kinds of fun stuff. There you go. Any yeah, other con any concerts coming up soon or any uh venues? Uh Midwest. We're doing a Midwest run. Uh we'll be hitting uh Omaha, Des Moines, Chicago, Indianapolis. Uh we're gonna be out there. Just keep an eye on the socials. <laughs> Years okay. down on those <laughs> On everything. On everything. All right. with zero people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this this interview will will create a spike. You know, I mean, we'll see. We'll see, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, uh, I appreciate you guys uh, coming on here this evening. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was all right. fun. Yeah, man. You guys have a have a good one, and uh, keep me updated. All right. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, have a lovely night. All right, guys. Have a good night. Yeah. Peace out. Thanks. Right.